Understand the law and know your rights with the experts in legalese. Next up on Chat Sapphire. Good day, T and listeners. Today we discuss an appeal, the National Commissioner of Police and another versus Gun Owners South Africa and another, handed down recently by the Supreme Court of Appeal in regard to an interim interdict granted on the 27th of July 2018. This pertaining to an application that was granted against the state functionary, the South African Police Service, prohibiting the SA Police from exercising powers under the Firearm Controls Act 60 of 2000. Welcome back, Hector. This sounds complicated. Precisely what is the case about? It is an appeal against an urgent interim interdict, which was heard and handed down by Judge Prinsloo in the Gauteng Division of the High Court Pretoria interdicting the South African police from applying, implementing and enforcing various provisions of the Firearm Controls Act 60 of 2000. And what does this translate to? This means that the interdict stops the process whereby renewal and termination of firearm license under the Act by prohibiting the police from demanding or accepting the surrender of firearms by license holders, which have expired because they have failed in renewing them within the prescribed time frame. What relief was granted? The respondent are prohibited from implementing plans of action, from accepting any firearms for which licenses had expired and for demanding the handing in of firearms, and that the matter be postponed on an opposed motion roll for further determination which is set out in the papers. So, what issues did gun owners of South Africa challenge in the High Court application then, which is now appealed? They did not challenge the constitutionality of the provisions of the Act. They challenged the right to administrative action, meaning that the process of applying for their firearm licenses would cause imminent or actual harm if continued. Hector, we spoke a little about the separation of powers. Did this interim order transgress the doctrine of separation of powers? In the High Court, Judge Prinsloo held that the order handed down did not violate the doctrine of separation of powers by prohibiting from carrying out its constitutional or statutory obligation, since it only related to the police and the manner of executing their mandate in a more recognised way and practical way. This way in harmony with the Act and the regulations prescribing the right for opportunity for the holder of an expired license to apply for its renewal upon good cause shown on Form SAP 518A. What did the appellant argue in regard to the evidence given by the respondent as an applicant in the High Court for the interdict? They submitted that no evidence, not even a single firearm owner, substantiated that he or she suffered harm as a result of the legislation, and further, that they had not produced an indication as a result of the firearm renewal scheme or application for extension to the registrar, which is regarded as a remedy. So, what are the requisites for an interim interdict to be granted? The requisites are a prima facie right, even if it is subject to some doubt a reasonable apprehension of irreparable harm to the right if an interdict is not granted. The balance of convenience must favour the granting of the interdict and the applicant must have had no other remedy.
What did the appellant argue? Counsel for the appellant said, Gun owner South Africa's application should fail because it was not reasonable nor legitimate, that no prima facie right had been established and that no affidavit from any of the members of Gun Owner South Africa had been submitted and that what was put to the court was hearsay and had failed to set out facts or even an evidential basis for assertions. What facts did the appeal court emphasize in its judgment? When evaluating the evidence, the High Court erred and overlooked the fact that when members of Gun Owners South Africa neglected or refused to renew their license, it was mainly due to the unmaking and that it should have had considered this. Did the final relief sought by the applicant in the High Court have any prospect of success? The final relief a declaratory order sought had no prospect of success as the regulations in terms of the Act were wrongly interpreted by the applicant in the High Court. What were the shortfalls of the applicant's relief for a final order? The High Court disregarded the evidence that the majority of firearm license owners had renewed their licenses. Their claim that they had no alternate remedy was groundless. The High Court had the power to force the registrar to do the right thing by compelling the registrar to extend the firearm license contrary to the Act. The unsubstantiated assertions and opinions were outweighed by the harm to the appellants. During the suspension, the administration enforcement of the Act would be undermined, disabling the Act system of renewal and termination of the firearm license at its core. This could never tilt the balance of convenience in favour of gun owners South Africa. They failed to demonstrate that the balance of convenience favoured the granting of the interim interdict. In a case like this, the warning by the Constitutional Court in National Treasury and others versus Opposition to Urban Tolling Alliance and others mentions where it evaluates the balance of convenience, it should determine if it will disrupt the executive or legislative functions. The High Court ignored this warning and did not make out a case. The applicant further asserted that the state had created a reasonable expectation in regards to the current legislation when interpreting the regulations of the Act, but the court found that a statutory prescription cannot find legitimate expectation and that legitimate expectation was untenable. What were the reasons for the appeal to have been successful? The appeal court found that the findings by Judge Prinsler that the requirements for interim relief have been properly complied with and met was wrong. The interim entity granted against the respondent in the initial application, which is the appellant now, was constitutionally inappropriate. It violated the principle of separation of powers. It guarantees the unlawful possession of firearms and must be set aside. When looking at the separation of powers in terms of the Constitution, it relates to the checks and balances within our system that limit the power of each branch in order to prevent abuse of power. The branches are divided in three, legislative, executive and judicial, and gives each branch power to fulfill a different task. As a result, no one branch can become so powerful to control the system completely. This is where the problem arose, that the High Court giving a declaratory order in terms of certain sections of the Act would have distorted the balance and taken over the function of the legislator. And in closing, what was the order of the appeal court? The appeal was upheld, meaning it was successful.
the original order was set aside, meaning it was not in force, and a new order, namely, the application is dismissed with costs, meaning the High Court interdict, which was granted then by the High Court, is not in force. What the appeal achieves is that it restores the force of legislation as promulgated before any application was made. Therefore, firearm holders who did not apply for a renewal of a license can apply for their firearm license as before whilst their weapons are handed in for safekeeping. Until next time listeners, keep well and take care.